to Olio. Uh, another episode for another Tuesday. And um, yeah, I'm back here in my car with my iPad. Just, uh, you know, kind of recording this as a conversation between you and me. Um, today I am... Well, currently, normally I, I park my car in, in the garage and I just record Olio from there with the windows shut and you get really nice sound isolation and everything's nice and quiet. But today I wanted some more ambience in the background. So I am still in my car, but I am parked um, in a nice spot kind of in the woods so that maybe you can hear some ambient sounds in the background and we can kind of just create a nice atmosphere to have today's conversation in. Um, so before I get into the main subject of today's podcast, uh, like I always do, I'm going to start off and kind of give you just a little bit of a, you know, what I've, what I've been up to this week, what I, you know, what I've been, what I've been up to, I guess. Yeah. Um, so just yesterday I went shopping with my mom. Uh, normally I just kind of would go on my own, but like, I don't really ever go shopping like the last time I probably did was like a couple years ago, honestly. Like I just don't really ever go shopping for new clothes because um, I don't really want to. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, what I have, you know, it's fine. And um, I've always just been that way because I don't really care enough to go do that. But um, I felt like it and, you know, I've been kind of joking with my parents and a couple of friends that I'm having a, a midlife crisis right now, which honestly is kind of true like it's not a bad thing but like you know there's a lot of changes going on in my life and I'm kind of changing a lot as well to kind of move with those things and I talked a lot about that in the first episode of uh you know the first revamped episode here of Olio that's episode two of season three um talking about growing up and moving on and dealing with change so but anyways, uh, with that, I went shopping yesterday and got a whole bunch of new clothes, some new jeans, new hat, new shirts, and um, it just made me really happy. Um, and I, you know, again, I rarely ever go shopping because I don't really care to. And I never really go out with my mom, you know, to go shopping. But I, I, I asked my mom, I was like, hey, do you want to you want to come with me? You want to go shopping with me and like hang out? Like we haven't done that in years. So we went to go do that, got a bunch of new clothes. Um, we went to the Merrimack Outlets, uh, which is an outside shopping mall, and um, it was super hot, uh, but we had a really nice time, really fun time, so, yeah, that was really cool, but um, today, now the main kind of big piece of the episode that I want to talk about is my journey, my experience, my story with both anxiety and depression kind of tied in together. So a couple of months ago, or honestly at this point, it's probably even closer to a year ago, I made an episode or a video on my YouTube channel. I think it was called My Mental Health Journey So Far. <laughs> and that video kind of discussed some of the early kind of developments of me figuring out that, hey, I'm not perfect here. I'm not, you know, I'm not great <laughs> mentally right now. And 
there's a lot of steps and things that I need to take to get to a place where I will be happy with and that I will be feeling healthy with. So, yeah. Remember how I told you I was trying to get nice ambient sounds, by the way? Uh, yeah, there was a person chainsawing outside, so I've rolled up the windows now. <laughs> we'll attempt that idea again next week. But that initial video that I posted on my YouTube on my YouTube channel was really geared towards me kind of talking about and figuring out the initial stages of where my mental health was and some of the things that happened. And so it, to start off this podcast, I'm going to recap some of that. I'm going to try not to, you know, kind of retrace the exact same steps. Um, but I do want to give a bit of a kind of a, a recap. Um, so the first time that I really started to realize that I struggled with my own mental health um, was during a summer. I think it was a couple summers ago now, or that might have just been last summer. Holy cow. Um, I was out somewhere um, and pretty much out of the blue, um, coming from nothing, I had a panic attack. And I had no idea what it was. I had no idea it was a panic attack. Because um, I've had different, you know, before that point, I'd had different things where I'd be in school and, you know, I, my, I would feel my heart start to beat and I would kind of get really dizzy sometimes, really scared. And that I knew was like, okay, a panic attack. But like that type of thing, I could get through just by, I was like, yeah, okay, like it's fine. And sometimes, you know, it'd be really stressful still and really hard, but like I was able to just kind of get through that. And, you know, I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. But this was completely different. And I had no idea that it was a panic attack. Um, my heart was palpitating like crazy. I was sweating. I was shaking. I could barely speak. I could barely see. I could barely move. I, I had to get out of the car and you know, crouch, like sit on the ground on the pavement um, and just like sit there because I couldn't really breathe right. I, again, shaking, sweating, all this crazy stuff. And I thought I was like having a heart attack or something. Like I thought I was going to, I legitimately thought I was about to die. Like, and it was terrifying. Um, because I didn't have any idea it was a panic attack. Like the way it felt in my head, couldn't process things. It was so loud and there was so much noise and I, my heart was beating and offbeat and all this different thing. And it literally was just so confusing and so scary. I had no idea what it was. Again, I could barely speak, barely move. So we ended up, you know, having my parents come and we drove me, I mean, we almost went by ambulance because it was so bad, but we went to the hospital. And um, when I got to the hospital... I, you know, they sat me down in a wheelchair because I could barely move. But as soon as I like sat down in that wheelchair, things had already started to lift. Because at that point, I'd already been going on for like, I don't know, like an hour or something. But 
you know, I, that things already started to lift in that wheelchair. And they ran all of the tests on me in the emergency room. They ran all these different things on me to make sure to see where I was at. And literally almost everything came back exactly normal. The only thing was that maybe my blood sugar was like possibly a little low, but literally should, like barely, like wouldn't have even been a concern at all. So as far as we were concerned, like all of my tests came back completely normal about an hour after this whole thing happened. And that was when we were talking and, you know, we realized like that was a panic attack. That was a legitimate panic attack. And I talked to my therapist about the thing after and we came to the conclusion like, yeah, no, that that was a panic attack. Um, and that's when I was like, well, damn, like <laughs> that's not good. You know, that was awful. Um, and I want to do my best to make that never you know, get that far again. And like, I, I recognized even in that moment that, okay, of course I'm going to have things happen. I'm going to have panic attacks again, but I really want to avoid having it go that far to that level where I need to end up in the hospital. Cause I have completely lost control of almost all facets, all parts of my body. Um, so that process was really hard and is really hard. You know, I'm still working through that each and every day. Um, and you know, it's even after, and again, I talked about this in the video a little bit, I ended up on, um, an anxiety medication called Paxil, uh, which is the same medication my mom's on. And even with that, you know, there are still certain things that are really hard, um, most of the time for me to deal with, um, but you know it it's 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 better but i i think that anxiety also goes hand in hand with another thing that I, you know i personally struggle with and i know it's so common in in today's day and age and so many people deal with it and it's just such an extremely hard thing and you know that is depression and again i think depression and anxiety go in hand in hand which is kind of why i wanted to talk about both today um, and I think the reason why those two things go hand in hand is, you know, when you're really anxious for me, like it's a lot of social anxiety issues and me worrying about, you know, being a people pleaser and trying to please others and, and, you know, put on a face and working myself way too hard to do those things that I'm completely stressing myself out and holding myself with unrealistic um, expectations towards others that, by the way, aren't even real, right? Like people don't expect those things of me anyways, but, um, you know, a lot of it is that social thing, you know, getting up and doing something that really will make you anxious. Right. And so that is going to now, you know, if you get anxious because of all these different things and seeing people and being around people and naturally most of the time, we say, okay, well, these things make me anxious, so I'm just going to, like, not do these things is kind of what naturally happens. So for me, it was like, okay, well, now I'm going to just be alone or, like, hang out in my room. and Or, you know, it, it started on a lower scale, right? And then it just kept going and going up and up and up. So it started with me saying, like, okay, well, you know, I'll just stay home more often. Like, this is where I enjoy, I enjoy being at my house less people here, people who I'm comfortable with are here. Um, 
Then it was like, okay, well, I can stay in my bedroom because my bedroom's alone. And then we get to the point where it's like, okay, now I'm staying in my bed. And you're just staying in your bed for like the day. And it's because like, you know, these, the farther up you go in this kind of depressive cycle, the worse the anxiety ends up getting too. Cause now you're anxious because you're in bed and you're like, well, like I can't get up right now. And you know, now I'm really missing everything that I need to be doing because I'm stuck in bed, like I'm in bed, but I can't get up or else I'm going to have to face all these issues. Um, and so it's just this vicious cycle where you end up feeling so hopeless and lost. Like there's nothing you can do because you're staying in bed and your anxiety is raising and all over the place. And then you get up and you're dreading having to go through these normal life activities because you're also where you're going to be anxious about it. So it's just like that situation is so scary. And, you know, at my worst, like I was there all the way, you know, staying in bed. And, you know, that was probably last year was when that was really hitting me is when I was just in bed. And I'm sure a lot of us experienced that kind of thing last year because of the pandemic in 2020, um, where we were just kind of in our rooms and in bed and on the computer and not really able to do anything, even if we wanted to. And, um, you know, that caused a lot of anxiety and caused you a lot of stress because the things you normally wanted to do were causing you anxiety, right? Because of, you know, you didn't want to get sick. Um, but in kind of another even without a pandemic, that mindset is kind of what an anxious person goes through almost every day. Somebody with anxiety is the things you want to do, you can't or you're worried about because you're going to have to have all these social issues or people are going to think of you a certain way. They're going to look at you a certain way um, and all of these different things. So those two things, anxiety and depression, go very, very hand in hand. Like I was saying, very sad, very scary to be going through. And very tough when somebody you know is going through it, right? Because um, it's very tough to figure out what you can do to help. So that being said, the one thing that I have been trying to do, like trying so hard to do, and it works when I do it, you know, but there's so many times when I don't, right? Um, is, you know get up, right? Just get up. And that is, you know, whatever that means for you is like exactly what you need to do. So for me, it's like in the morning, I need to get up and, you know, do what I like to do, you know, recently is, is a meditation. And I, I use Headspace for that. Um, which is a great little app, but you don't even need to do that. You don't need any special apps. You don't need anything. You don't need anything at all, really. But, you know, you got to do what whatever works for you. Um, and for me, you know, it's, it's again, having that meditation, the quiet time in the morning. And normally if I don't get up and do that, I'm just going to be laying there and on my phone and I'm not going to care. And it's going to carry into literally the rest of the day will go by and I'll be feeling sleepy and drowsy and I'll still probably be in my pajamas and my socks and Crocs and I'll be rocking that for the day, which 
on some days is totally fine. Having that rest is also something I've been trying to learn because some days, yeah, you do need that, right? But that can't be every day. That can't be every day. Um, and so, and even on those days, getting up and doing that, you know, meditation or whatever works for you to start your day is gonna just make you have a better day. And I'm saying this like, oh, it's so easy. Yeah, like just, you know, get up and do your thing and start off your day well. And like right now listening to it and hearing me say that, it's like, well, yeah, duh, like great, easy. That'll help everything, right? But it's in that, those moments that it is just extremely hard to do that, to have that self-control and that self-drive to like the motivation to get up and do those things. In the morning for me, when I wake up, I want to just roll over and, you know, turn on my phone, start scrolling down Instagram or whatever it is, um, you know, start watching YouTube videos and hours will go by that way, you know? And, and I'm saying this like, you know, I'm not there, but I am, you know? I'm in the middle of this right now. Honestly, this summer has been extremely hard for me personally because I've been doing all of these things. I've been getting up, I've been staying in my pajamas, I roll over, grab my phone, and I'm looking on Instagram, and by the time I get out of bed to even eat breakfast, it's like 12.30 p.m. And then I'm exhausted, but I can't really sleep the next day. So like a couple nights ago, I did not, I wasn't able to fall asleep until about five in the morning. So I was up all the way through until like right around, I think it was past 5 a.m. when I finally fell asleep. So I'm experiencing all of this too. You know, I'm not trying to be like a, like a professional who's (laughs) giving a, here's my, here's my tip for you, right? It's like, no, here's my tip for me. You know, I'm with you in in all of this. And this is my experience and kind of as I'm learning, as I'm going on this journey, like this is what I'm kind of picking up and trying to do. So on a day like today, you know, I was really glad. I I wrote down my thing. I was like, I'm going to get up today. Today we're getting up. This is going to happen, right? So I woke up and I did. I got up. I did my meditation that I really like. Helped me feel really calm. And it's really hard to do meditation, by the way, because my brain is so, you know, one of the things with my anxiety is my brain is all over the place doing, going, you know, here's my to do, to do, to do. Here's what I have to do, to do, to do. And it's a giant list in my head of things all over the place. So calming that for just a couple minutes to start off a day has helped me drastically. I, I love that. And it's, I didn't think it was going to clear as much of the day up as it does, but it really does. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, on a day like today, I got up, I did that, I cleared my head, and I was able to relax the day and have like a, a pretty relaxing day so far. I was feeling creative, so I went ahead and I recorded a YouTube video. Um, I just posted that, well, now you're listening to this on Tuesday probably. So I posted it yesterday on Monday. And um, yeah, and it just has been going great, you know, Um, today (laughs) with me waking up and being at peace. And, you know, I've got the new clothes I was talking about. I went shopping and like that has felt really good. And it's just a matter of like, I need to learn to be able to keep these things up. And it's so hard to do that. You know, like I was saying, it's so hard to be able to do that each and every day and have the strength to get up each and every day. But if I had anything from my personal experience to tell you, 
you know, again, everyone's different. Everyone, you know, deals with anxiety different. Everyone deals with depression differently. Um, everyone has different strategies that work. Some people like apps or little tools or, you know, things you can do in your head to kind of talk through things. Um, so everyone has a completely different thing. But the one piece of advice that I feel like is so crucial in making almost any of it work is those two words, get up, get up. Um, and I'm trying to remember that each and every day when I wake up to not just wake up and lay there, but really just get up and kind of activate myself and be present and, and take, you know, to be really strong in that moment and take the five, 10 minutes, however long, you know, use my self-control there, not to click on YouTube, not to click on Instagram, but just put on headspace, you know, relax in the morning, clear my head. And that's going to start you off on a much, much better day. And, you know, whatever strategy works for you, um, that's, you know, that's going to be the best thing for you to do. So I have so much more I, I, I could talk about with this subject, but, um, you know, I'm starting to get a little toasty here in the car. I'm in the sun, so I'm, I'm going to wrap up our conversation today. Um, if you do want to hear more or you want to see more, um, I would recommend checking out that video that I posted. Again, I think it was last year at this point um, on my mental health journey so far. It is on my YouTube channel. Um, that goes into much more specifics of my personal experiences. If you want to listen to that and see that, um, you know, you are more than welcome. And of course, if you or anyone you know is going through something like this and you, you need somewhere to talk or anything, um, you know, message me, reach out to me. Um, and there are so many resources that are available that can help you. And it's extremely hard to find those things. I know, <laughs> like, dude, I know, you know, finding this thing. People always say that, you know, there's so much out there to help you. And I'm like, there is like, and I know there is, but it's just so hard to find those things. So like, don't, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me or anyone and, um, you know, we can figure it out and I'm figuring out with my, I'm figuring it out myself right now, you know, so it's, it's possible. It's doable. And, um, yeah, you can do this. So thank you so much for tuning into Olio today and, um, being a part of this conversation. If you have anything you'd like me to talk about again, um, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know if you have any topics or anything you would like to hear more about. Otherwise, once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today. And I will see you or speak with you next Tuesday. Peace.